Am I going to be left behind? The answer to that and other questions on Key Life. Welcome to Key Life. Our host and teacher is Steve Brown. He's no guru, but he does have honest answers to honest questions about the Bible. God's grace changes everything. How we love, work, live, lead, marry, parent, evangelize, purchase, and worship. So here's Steve and Pete Allenson from ForgeBibleStudy.com with street smart Bible teaching for real life. Thank you, Matthew. Hi, Pete. Hey, man. You doing all right? Yeah, I am. You doing all right? You know, I am. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, but it's good, it's good to be in here with you. I have to check on you. That's my call. No, you come in here to rest. I got your number, man. <laughs> this is a good place because it's soundproof. Yeah. And once that door is shut, nobody knows you're here. And if anybody comes after you, the 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 staff will say you can't go no, in there. That's right. I want. I just want I mean, to be they're alone. They're recording for a national broadcast. That's right. See, that, I got your number. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> I, I'm a little overloaded. Just needed to be alone. Yeah. Here. Right. That's Pete Alwinson, and uh, go to ForgeTruth.com. And if you live in Central Florida, you ought to be involved in Forge. It is a dynamic, unbelievably powerful ministry. Uh, I have some friends that are very involved in that, and I can see what it's done in their lives. You might want to check that out. You can find out about it by going to ForgeTruth.com. And while you're there, you might want to check out the podcast, All Things Pete Almondson, and it's a great website. As you know, Pete comes in, and every week we answer questions and take Friday's broadcast to do that. And we love getting your questions, and I mean that. Uh, you can call 1-800-KEY-LIFE 24-7 and then press the right button and record your question, and we often put your voice on the air. Or you can send your question to Key Life Network, Post Office Box 5000, Maitland, Florida, 32794. In Canada, Post Office Box 28060, Waterloo, Ontario, N2L6J8. Or you can email to steve at keylife.org. And listen, if you can help us financially, those are touch places, and we will rise up and call you blessed. Do you know you can give on your phone? Take a note. Text KEYLIFE at 28950 and just follow instructions. And if you can, do. If you can't, we understand. Uh, do say a prayer for this ministry. But if you do send us a gift, I promise We'll be faithful with it. Pete, why don't you lead us in prayer, and then we'll get to some of these questions. Good, good. Good way to start our time. Father, thank you that we can come into your presence and pray. And we, we, we come before you boldly but humbly because of the work of our Lord Jesus. And we honor you. We praise you. Lord, we know right now that you know us and you know everyone listening and you know our needs because you are sovereign, because you are infinite, because you are all knowing and all, all loving and we and we we give you praise. We thank you for our great salvation Jesus and ask that uh, you would enable us to continue to understand your grace in such a way that it sets us freer and freer and that it energizes us in our growth in Christ. 
Uh, we thank you for Key Life and those that do so much behind the scenes. We thank you for our supporters, our givers. Lord, we pray you'd be with the needs that we have. And now we commit this time of Q&A to you and ask that you would use it perhaps beyond what we can imagine. Admit it to you and pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pete, um, with fear and trepidation, let's go to our phone line. All right. Here we go. I'm listening to an audio book called Left Behind. It's by Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins. It says in the millennium, when a child reaches 100 and hasn't received Christ as their Savior, they die. I never heard this teaching before, and I'm just like your opinion on it. It's a scriptural. Uh, I haven't heard of that either, have you? <laughs> no, and I, I read most of those books, and yeah, I don't remember that. They are fun stories, but remember they're fictional stories. Yeah, right. And that position that is taught throughout that series, as much fun as it is, is not a majority view in the church, mm-hmm. in the history of the church. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't buy into the timeline. Uh, into the way the rapture is described and certainly in the way that during the millennium, if you reach 100, you're going to die and go to hell. It's just, I'm not sure. I don't remember that in that particular series. but No, and I hope it's not true in this life either because, you know, we're, we're, we're working up on those numbers. I know. know. I'm getting close to it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's no, no, that I, I've never heard that as a, as a, Serious theological position, no, I haven't biblical position. But but the position expressed by Tim LaHaye and uh, Jenkins in, in those Left Behind books is a legitimate biblical position held by a whole lot of Christians. The, the general perspective. Yeah, the of, perspective of, the of, those, of that yeah. whole idea of right. a rapture, a tribulation of a certain period uh, that the Christians won't face, the millennium, the reign of Christ, mm-hmm. all of those things are held by a lot of Christians, mm-hmm. and a lot of Christians don't. And you don't make fellowship on the basis of eschatology. Right, right, right. I mean, I don't think anybody knows for sure how all this is going to work out, right. except the one thing. And that would be that Jesus is going to come back and clean up the mess. That's right. And he wins. Mm -hmm. But other than that, we have to be very careful about chiseling and concrete and then building fellowship on those particular views. So, so true. I do believe the book of Revelation was meant to be a book for every uh, every generation of Christians. Oh, I do too. And I think the big picture is not so much the specific details of how it's supposed to work out, but really the spiritual warfare that is going on, the worship that we should be giving to our triumphant Savior, our great God in the meantime, and what you said, that it will all uh, come to pass according to his power. There is so many images in the book of Revelation and so much unique apocalyptic language that it's trying to encourage us to stay in the fight, to understand the spiritual warfare behind the scenes and that we win. So uh, that is so good. uh, It really is. It's it's much more positive in, in, in the big picture. And you know, I uh, uh, Peter says that he's talking about Old Testament prophecy. And he says it wasn't written for the people uh, who said the prophecy. It was written for the people who live in the time of the prophecy. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so we'll know when these things start happening. It will be clear. And Dr. Addison Leach, who was then the dean at Gordon-Conwell Seminary, and I were having dinner one night, and one of his students came up and said, Dr. Leach, what are you, premillennial or postmillennial? He said, I don't know. I just said if I was forced to, and then he expressed his views. But he said, you know what I believe? I believe at some point, somebody, and it will probably be a layman, will say, this is what I think it means. And everybody will say, wow, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. And yeah. that will be in the time that is prophesied. Yeah. So meanwhile, it's fun to talk about it. It's fun to uh, surmise about it. But don't chisel it in concrete and be kind of careful about that. What is the word? This is an email. What does the word reformed mean? Ah, well, just like it sounds, um, it really came at the time uh, of Martin Luther in the 16th century and all of those theologians uh, and pastors that God raised up to bring a cleansing to the church. And it was to try to bring that idea of the gospel back into biblical teaching. And it was a reforming Coming back to the biblical. So it didn't mean reform school. Or Not reform like school. I used to think it would have meant. I, I lived in fear. <laughs> did you? I mean, you and I were not great little boys. Did no. we get? Did you live in fear of being oh. sent to reform school? No, killed. Killed. <laughs> <laughs> but reform comes from reformation. Yeah. And there should still be reformation. That's today. right. That's why I love the, the people that truly get reformed. It's not a dirty word. Uh, people ought to understand that. Uh, yeah. It mean you know, but those of us and and our our denomination talks about being reformed, reforming, but always to be reformed according to Scripture. Yeah, and this almost goes back to what we were talking about in the in the previous discussion. It occurred to me today as I was doing some reading, where Paul says in First Corinthians, "For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. Everything that we know now is really in part." Um, yeah. And even as we study and teach the scriptures um, and and the gospel, we, we just don't know everything. So we the have truth. to keep being reformed to scripture as God un, un, helps us understand more and more truth. That's good stuff. And by the way, we uh, reformed is one of the heritages within the larger part of the church. Right. A particular way of looking at scripture a particular understanding of that sort of thing. The truly the, spiritual ones, the, the better, the, the, the better, the very, yeah, the better, the, most, the better looking ones. Too. <laughs> yeah, right. And there are a number of other different views mm-hmm. of living in scripture. And that again, is not a place where we don't have fellowship. We sit and we talk and we bring our gifts to the table mm-hmm. and we learn from one another. Mm-hmm. Um, we bring sovereignty of God, the Methodists, their organizations, and the Episcopalians, the Fifth, and then we bring. No, I'm joking. <laughs> don't don't uh, don't send me letters. Very quickly, how do we know God's will? Well, you know, we know His will in the Word of God, and we, we and and that's His prescriptive will, but also His decretive will. We find out what He decrees and what's yeah. what's not going to change. Um, and so uh, we also in those in that shady area, the gray areas where we just don't know what job should I have, who should I marry. We can know His will through through the Word of God, through counsel, 
Yeah. And through uh, godly counsel, good people. Yeah. um, Wisdom that he gives us. And then occasionally, and probably less than any of those others combined, God will lead in a specific talk to me kind of way. Yeah. You can get our attention. But you have to be careful. That Mm -hmm. can be very presumptuous Mm -hmm. if you're not careful. Yeah. You ever have anybody come and tell you, God told me to tell you? Not exactly. (laughs) Not in quite those words. (laughs) But But I learned from you to say, you may be right and you may be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But tell him to mention it to me. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) Guys, we got to go. It is a privilege that you would spend time with us each week on Key Life. And we thank you for doing that. We got to go. Key Life is a listener-supported production of Key Life Network.